Peter. And I am lovely assistant Robin. So yeah, one of the second points that I thought we should probably cover because it's something that we've been noticing in the keto world for a while now. And again, yeah, once again, it's since the magic pill. Mm. Since the magic pill started, uh, and like we said, because the, ma the magic pill makes a lot of statements in it that aren't necessarily backed up with science, although it's completely understandable why they've made that, and at least in doing so they have brought keto to the wider community. Mm. Uh, but I think, yeah, a lot of people's attitudes to what the keto diet is or the keto lifestyle is uh, probably aren't coming from the best places because I think a lot of people are taking... I mean, it's, it, it's true that we've been lied to about nutrition. Yeah for a long time and especially in America various industries and lobbying groups have uh, manipulated the data and promoted and promoted things so that they can make money at the expense of people's mm. health so like we saw in a video the other day like uh, the Kellogg company yeah. tried to push grains as a breakfast because proteins were evil and would make you masturbate a lot then we moved on from that to say that fat is evil that fat makes you fat which yeah we know that isn't true and the problem is that we've then had a generation of doctors mm. right now who have been trained, is a strong word for it, uh, but yeah, essentially they've been told, okay, if you have someone that's overweight and is dealing with metabolic problems, this is the recommended mm. diet to help treat those things. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, a lack of trust in doctors tends to come hand in hand with a lack of trust in science. Yeah, there is an over, there's a weird overlap there that um, given the, the peculiar position that we occupy in the community of, of keto around the world, not even just in the UK, is that uh, opposite to most anti-establishment uh, uh, currents at the moment, whether it is uh, uh, flat earth, uh, whether it is uh, anti-vaccines, uh, uh, whether uh, it goes then into homeopathy and all of that, but anything that is anti-establishment to that level, I think comes uh, from absolutely a need and a distrust. But contrary to what keto is, and in general the science of nutrition is, is not that in the 50s they didn't know that insulin oversteps and overcomes calories because the studies they have done to show that were from back then which is very different from uh, uh, the supposed anti-establishment way where vaccines instead are taught mm -hmm. to be uh, which comes from one study exactly which has been uh, like that. let's not even go there but that is an unscientific position the point of uh, what doctors are forced to um, support these days uh, comes from established rules they're given, but there is not a doctor that has gone through medical school or, bi or any biochemistry uh, of the lessons that even I am doing at my stupid low level. Nobody is, is, uh, escapes uh, the explanation of, uh, well, glucose gets in and insulin then activates uh, um, fat uh, um, accumulation and... Uh, well, it's not even that, it's that doctors are trained as a response. Doctors are responders to illnesses. They they are not preventers. Yeah, there there's something interesting that you mentioned to me before that uh, nutrition is not quite seen. Like the the answer to uh, an issue is a drug is something that will sort your symptoms. And nutrition is not seen as such. Like yes, of it's course, becoming, if you eat healthy, it's, be, it's becoming the case uh, that yeah, we think it's 
been suggested that food science will be the new palliative cure. Yes, and that would be great, uh, but I think it was interesting when I looked uh, into not only going back to school but going and doing a degree in nutrition that was part uh, of the NHS here, the National Health Service, so it would have made me a dietitian and uh, the rule that I would have had to follow already knowing when I was applying was for two years after you finish and your, your degree, you will work for the NHS and uh, the, um, the guidelines that you will have to follow are the 12 plate. Like, it doesn't matter what you've learned, it doesn't matter what you think you've learned. And that comes from the government. That, exactly. That's like, not actually... It's not a choice for the doctor. Yeah, that's not the that's not the NHS as a scientific institution mm. has decided that. It's a minister, the Minister for Health, the government at the time, has been advised by experts, which could be doctors, mm. could be food scientists, it could be food industry. Mm. Uh, they've been advised on which legislation to pass as the government's policy, and that's what the NHS follows, yeah. because it is state-owned. Yeah, I think it's one of the main reasons why I keep explaining to people as much uh, as being supportive of the idea that oh, I could become a doctor, I could become a nutritionist, a proper dietitian, registered and everything, which is something that touches me very closely because it's not, unless you are a proper medical doctor, no nutritionist term here in the UK is protected, so everybody with a Groupon course can call themselves a nutritionist, so that's very... That's not a great climate in which uh, um, to explore something like keto in the UK, I feel, because, um, you, yeah, you, you, you might not know what you're putting your health uh, in the hands of, but, again, you, you, if you know me, you know this, because it doesn't matter the amount of certification, which I counted the other day, and it's 14 between certification and diplomas, and yeah. they're all from official organs like universities and, uh, and or Tim Knox. <laughs> But it's, uh, it's not enough if you don't have uh, those at the very least three years, I feel. Because again, despite then what they force on you, like whether you've learned about uh, the usefulness of intermittent fasting, the usefulness of uh, low carb to treat something like diabetes, you will not be allowed within the, to work within the NHS, so to be a general practitioner, a doctor that just sees patients in general, and recommend that. So that becomes problematic the moment that uh, you want to do that officially. But if you do it unofficially, then you don't have enough knowledge to do yeah. it and so to take care properly of someone's health because the repercussions that something like changing what you eat has, uh, especially when you have underlying conditions, which, uh, let's be honest, uh, you wouldn't start even thinking yeah. about doing a diet, let alone finding out about keto, if there wasn't something that uh, you would like to inform already. Yeah, the point is that yeah, keto is an anti-establishment diet or lifestyle, but it is not an anti-science lifestyle. Absolutely, like the entire point. So, yeah, if, you, if, if a movement has people who are sick of scientists trying to tell them, like, All they, these I know my body better than any scientist does, I know what's good for it, I didn't let my body tell me what it wants, mm. uh, which you know is true to a certain level. But if your body is telling you that it doesn't want vaccines, it's probably because you have a virus yeah. that doesn't want to be killed, that doesn't want to be exterminated. <laughs> I feel very alone in this position, actually. That the power of uh, of keto, I think there were two opposites uh, sides. That I feel we are sort of the last. Uh, 
last one standing on it where oh we don't we don't need technically the establishment itself like the studies that are there whether they are pro or against low carb studies and the way that they are written the way that the abstracts yeah. are written the prs the way that they're written they're for headlines but ultimately when you look at a table of data and numbers those will be very easy to look at and understand what the study is actually telling you or what it wants to tell you. The Bacon study was really impressive because technically the entire study was put out uh, to be against uh, bacon and processed meat uh, uh, because they would cause colorectal cancer. Wasn't there one study we saw which the data didn't actually correlate with what they wanted it to, but they just referenced another study it wasn't at the chicken, the, ch the nitrogen chicken. No, 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 no. No, it's something we looked at recently, uh, like in the last year or so. But yeah, it was a study that was, is on the point of bacon mm. uh, causing colorectal cancer. And the data that they had said, uh, we found that in, in, in this instance, there was no significant uh, change. However, because of this study, yes, uh, we know that a high fat diet causes high cholesterol against, and therefore yeah. and that increases the uh, risk of cardiovascular disease. It was disease. indeed I think the entire point of that study, I made a specific video about that because we made headlines last year that just four rushes of bacon uh, a week, I think, could increase uh, yeah. your uh, chances of colorectal by 60%, which then when you look at the numbers, uh, ultimately meant uh, a 0.4% chance to a 0.6% chance. It wasn't even that. I think it was 0.406 over a million. Like It, yeah. it was very so small that it's not quite something you can pinpoint and it also went along with the um, lifestyle habits that weren't taken into consideration yes. but that's always really interesting because it doesn't matter what a study sets out to, to want to tell you if you look at the numbers and i know it's boring and i know it takes a lot of time and why should you bother and i think someone made a very good point in the group recently saying Oh, let's all admit uh, that uh, we can be lazy and that's why we take at face value what uh, Robin and yeah. Ginger tell us. And uh, an amazing point she made, and I could not uh, highlight that enough, is that we are making up nothing. There is none of what we have ever said that it's stuff that we have discovered no, or so you we can't, have put out. You can't cite us as a source because no. we are we're a citation. Yes, we, we are researchers. Like I will always give you a source, I will always tell you where to find the actual information. We are an, an easier translator, it's the infamous, yeah. we are here to translate it in terms that hopefully a six-year-old would understand. Because again, if we don't understand it and are able to explain it to a six-year-old, as Einstein used to say, it means that you don't understand it very yeah. well yourself. So that, that is absolute, that is the main aim here. But even when I did the Kriegsravaganza, I didn't pull out the idea out, out of my uh, um, top hat and decided, let's do magic now. No, it was the same uh, foundation of a study that was done in 56. So we have known technically uh, about insulin, about uh, how it works in metabolism, about how it affects obesity forever, since we understood metabolism. The one thing that uh, keto is anti-establishment for, and it's the easiest reason why establishment doctors can uh, accuse us or go against us, is that is not balanced. So a macronutrient is completely taken out and nothing assumes uh, that you can do that or that that's healthy to be done. When you actually then look at the data, you realize, well, carbohydrates are the only non-essential macronutrient. We can make our own glucose, but they, 
because if that is the anti-establishment idea because you then go and affect metabolisms in and not quite even unnatural ways but because we have been ingrained in the idea of everything in moderation and it's balanced and all of that there is just the assumption that nothing will actually affect that balance so anything else needs to be done on another level which is the reason why every diet is supposed to work on calorie deficit yeah. but yeah i think just to run through a few things that we keep seeing in different keto groups is that uh, if you need to detox if you have toxins in your body then you have kidney failure yeah and you should go see a doctor and uh, get on a uh, dialysis machine yeah uh, pretty quickly uh vaccines don't give autism no um, and if they were, which they aren't, I cannot stress this enough. Not a problem. It's, it's better to have an autistic child than a dead child. But um, again... What is that? What's one of the things you saw in that group the of yours? I don't know. I, I was thinking about the pH thing, that you need to alkalize or acidify your blood and acidic or alkaline foods will do that. No, they won't. If no, they your do, body... your homeostatic processes are going yeah. awry and again, you need to be attached to dialysis. Yeah, your body will, your body will neutralize any, anything that you ingest. Like you make acid and you make alkaline and your body is very the one thing that your body is good at is homeostasis is keeping everything in balance it only makes apart from a few exceptions it generally only makes what it needs to make if I, it needs to synthesize something it doesn't you just feed it the ingredients to synthesize something. Yeah. it's not just going to keep doing it until it's overloaded yeah like you know it just makes what it wants and then it throws out the rest exactly. that's, that's why we have a renal system <laughs> <laughs> yeah that those are all things that i understand why there is a will because you, because when things, uh, when the general answers don't work, and don't we understand that in the keto community? Because even the general answer of keto, after a while, won't work for yeah. everybody. So when you don't find the answer for your specific case, you want to dig and find what is the one thing that I haven't considered that will solve all of my problems overnight. And I'm really essential oils. Yeah. <laughs> And there's, that's ironic, by the way, it, it needs to be said. But that's the thing that, that always um, um, saddens me in a way and also sort of gave meaning and purpose to what I do. Because up until last year, most of the stuff that I had shared was what I've seen in my, well, five years at the time. And I never thought that, oh, I will get to a point where I've shared all that I've learned and now off you go. And then that's actually where I had to start. Let's test new things because it's beautiful that the one rule of keto should be 20 grams of carbs, but that uh, dies out very quickly in very many cases that are not uh, ship shape and shiny, yeah. <laughs> that are not absolutely metabolically healthy. So those are things uh, that it's uh, interesting to, to look at and see that the issues are there, but for the love of God, the answer is in science. And if anything, the issue that's been given to science is the headlines. Is the fact that everything needs to be delivered in a headline and the more absurd it sounds, uh, the more uh, controversial it sounds, uh, the more they will make headlines about it because it's a kind of article that you would share without even reading, which in social media age uh, is what they aim for, isn't it?